0: How do you follow up without coming across as pushy, sleazy, aggressive, or totally being repulsive to homeowners? Because I know when you follow up with folks, there's these questions that go inside our own mind. Like, am I coming across as being pushy? Am I following up too much? And sometimes we overcompensate and then we end up not following up or not following up enough, both of which are detrimental. But when we look at the reality of the situation, our follow-up will either move people closer towards yes or shove people in the back towards a hard and definitive no. So what we need to do is strike that balance of good pause, not good, great Customer service that allows you to get permission to follow up as often as you need. Now, I'm gonna make a really big claim. I'm gonna make this claim right now, and I wanna know in the comment section if you agree or not. There's one simple rule when it comes to the follow up that if you do this on the very first follow up that you make, it lays the groundwork for you to follow up virtually as much as you want, of course, within reason. I'll put the parameters on that at the end of this video. And if you do this, this should, in theory, Solve all of your concerns about not following up enough, following up too much, or coming across as pushy. And yes, it is as simple as changing what you say on the very first follow-up. So watch this video all the way to the end and then drop a comment and let me know if this makes sense or if you think it's total garbage, because I'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get to it. First quick welcome or welcome back, Adam Benzman here, The Roof Strategist. And everything that I do here on my channel, in my podcast, and in our programs is designed to help you and your team Smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. And part of your customer's experience is how they experience you when you're not in the house. And when we look at the follow-up as encouraging to yes or pushing them to no, we gotta nail it or we're gonna lose deals. So we don't wanna have that happen now, do we? No, we don't. All right, if you like this video and you want more, and you're not yet in my free training center, I invite you to join me in there. There's no catch. You're gonna love what's inside. In fact, one of the things I think you're gonna really like if you're watching this video on the follow-up is my entire playlist on the follow-up, and that can be found inside the Pitch Like a Pro Video Training Library, which is in the free training center waiting for you. You can text the word free to 303-222-7133. That's 303-222-7133, or click the link in the description below. All right, let's get to it. now i made this video because I had a a bad experience myself just this last weekend from a salesperson coming out to my house on a Saturday at 11 a.m. He called me at 2.45 that same day and he left me a voicemail and I didn't answer. He called me at 3 p.m. and he left me another voicemail, both of which basically said, are you ready to move forward? Yep. I didn't call him back because I was getting a little frustrated. He called me at 4 p.m. He called me at 4.30 p.m. And then he called me on Sunday twice. That is six follow-up calls all with the same purpose, have you made a decision? Have you made a decision? Have you made a decision? And you can imagine now that uh, we're not moving forward with him. Why? Because when he left the house, I was pretty darn sure we were gonna choose this company. But after I experienced this follow-up, it was inconsistent, he didn't listen, he made it all about him and he was nagging me. We've decided to go a different direction. And I wanted to share this from a new perspective to share with you how that follow-up comes across as a homeowner. But if he did what I'm about to teach you instead, I likely would have chosen him, and I'm not kidding, by changing just this one thing of what he said. And now, with all the buildup, you're probably wondering, well, Adams, lay it out there. What is it that we say? All right, we're, we're almost there, but I have a little more groundwork to lay, and here's why. This will make sense. Number one, I do this on the very, very first follow-up, okay? Why? Because I can, two, set the expectations of what they will experience from me and make it all about the customer. I repeat, I'm making it all about the customer, not me. They don't care about me. I need to make it about them. And then ground rule number three is I give them an easy path to say no. I know it sounds crazy, but the reason I want to give them an easy path to say no is I'm investing my valuable time on the follow-up and I know how homeowners are. Sometimes they've made a decision and homeowners don't want to encounter conflict, so they just ghost you. And when they ghost you, you're now, they're just thinking, oh, I don't want to have conflict. We made a decision for all you know, the roof's already put on and you're continually following up and they just ignore or swipe and send your call to voicemail and you never get a definitive answer. So wouldn't you agree? Like getting a no is, is valuable. Now, of course it's not as valuable as getting a yes because commission doesn't come with a no, but at least it means that you can move on. All right. So again, We do this in the beginning, we make it all about the customer and set those expectations and we give them a clear path to say no. Now I'm going to shift into a super quick role play on how I would do this on the very first appointment so you can see how these three elements come into place and I want you to judge for yourself and drop a comment below if you would receive this as a homeowner and feel comfortable receiving inbound calls, texts, and emails from the company that you had out to your house and it would go something like this. Hey Peggy, Adam here. Just want to say thank you for spending your time with me last night with you and your husband talking about your roof project. Now, I hope you guys have a great trip this weekend up to the Hamptons to visit the in-laws. And when it comes to your roof, I know that you and your husband are both incredibly busy people. And my guess is you probably have a lot more that you'd like to give your attention to than this here roof project. So part of my commitment of providing outstanding service is to help you guys make a decision on the best contractor for you even if it's not with me. So for that reason, I'm going to continually follow up and make myself available for you. Now, if for any reason you guys have made a decision in another direction, please let me know and I understand that you're busy. You can even text or email me the word no and I'll catch a hint. But until then, I want you to know that I will continually follow up and please do not hesitate to reach out with any questions. Now, the last thing I'm gonna do, that's the intro, right there, I just nailed it. The one thing I'm gonna add, is telling them what happens next. Now the reason that I'm going to tell them what happens next is because homeowners need to be told what to do. I don't want to leave it loosey-goose in the air so I'm going to just give them direction and let them know what happens next. I'll be drop, dropping the sample board off at this time. You'll be calling me once you get the adjuster's information. Our scheduling department will be calling you soon to schedule or if they didn't make a decision I'll be following up with you next Tuesday by 3 p.m. I look forward to our follow-up appointment in your house next Thursday at 4. You see what I did? All I do is just add. I'm telling them what to do. Now, put yourself in the shoes of the customer. If you heard what I just shared, I made it all about them delivering service, acknowledging that they're busy, and giving them an out, would you be far more receptive to my follow-up calls? I'd love to hear from you in the comment section below. I know that if that gentleman that was at my house did this, I would have been more polite, texted him back, said, hey, I appreciate it. Leave it in my court. And it would have opened up a discussion. And quite frankly, we probably would have chosen that gentleman. And in fact, we went another direction. So there you have it. The one simple thing that you can do on the very first follow-up, make it about the customer, set clear expectations and give them an easy out to say no. And when you do this, as you follow up, you are there to serve, not to help them write you a check and reek of commission breath. Now, the next step is not theory, right? You're here listening or watching. The next step is to apply this and prove it right or wrong for yourself. So pick up the phone and the next follow-up that you need to make, maybe it's in your pipeline right now, try that script and then drop a comment let me know how it goes. Now, that's all for this video and just because our time here is about to end doesn't mean your and my time has to. So click right here and hop into our free training center if you're not in there yet, or if you wanna hang with me here on YouTube, YouTube thinks you're really gonna love this one. And I'll see you on the next video. Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I wanna thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist Podcast, and I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream this helps the podcast grow get in more people's ears and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience so good bad otherwise i do keep an eye on these that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Sinek, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jimeline inside the pitch pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do want to chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7133. That's 303-222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.